Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 69, and we are in our series of the Songs of Ascent. And we are looking from Psalm 120 to Psalm 134. Those 15 psalms packaged together are what we understand as the Songs of Ascent in the Hebrew hymn book. Today, we are looking at Psalm 127. If you do a little bit of math, that means this is the eighth psalm in these 15, which means we are in the absolute dead center of these songs. So today, we are looking at the heart in the middle of these songs of ascent in our spiritual journey. This psalm today is written by Solomon, as we see in the notes in the scriptures. And so Solomon is the one who wrote this. So I want to help us to understand before we jump into this, this psalm is built in two parts. The first part is about what's vain. The next part is about what's valuable. So check this out. In Psalm 127, beginning at verse number one, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. That first verse tells us a lot. First, we know that Solomon was in charge of building the house of God. And so as Solomon was doing that, I could hear him just about saying, we don't lack in materials. My dad, King David, made sure we had all the materials that we needed. He made sure that that was taken care of. We're not lacking in people. We've got the people to put their hands to the work. But the deal is, if it's not God who is building this house, then all of this work that's gone in thus far, all of this work that we're doing right now is in vain. It doesn't matter. If it's not God who has his hand all over this, then everything we're doing is complete vanity. This does not matter. If I was looking at this today and talking to a pastor, I would say something like this. If your church, your local faith family, is not built by the Lord, if it's built by your skilled musicians, if it's built by your big budget, if it's built by your skilled preaching abilities, if it's built by your incredible kids' ministry, if it's built by anything other than the Lord, all of the work is in vain. It needs to be by the power of the Holy Spirit of God in and through the people of God, and nothing else matters. Now, yes, he wants to use the resources. He wants to use the people. He wants you to have the greatest things that you can offer the people because God is great, and we need to put excellence in front of everything we do. But ultimately, if it's not the Holy Spirit of God in your church, it doesn't matter. It's in vain. All the work, all the volunteer hours are in vain. The Bible goes on and says, unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. This one is talking about the, the region in which he's in. I don't have a lot of time to jump into government issues or national issues or those things that are corrupting nations and the places around the world, but it doesn't take too much difficulty to understand. We look at school systems and how our kids are being treated and how our kids are being taught, and we see the things that have leaked in. If it's not the Lord watching over the city, if it's our governments watching over the city, if it's our school systems looking over the city, it doesn't matter. It's all in vain if it's not God watching over the city. And then it says in verse 2, It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. This is saying it's not worth being anxious over. We are stressing out every day to make sure we have stuff, to make sure we have what we want, what we need. If you are building things out of anxious toil, it's not worth it. It's in vain. Then he changes his tone and begins in verse number three. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. 
The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. You know, it talks about vanities in the first two verses, and then now it's talking about the values. There is a value in children. Children are a value. Children are a blessing. They are not a burden. It doesn't matter what policies or politics play in. Children are a blessing, not a burden. When the world looks at children like a burden, the world has it wrong. And when I look at this scripture in verse number four, they're like arrows in the hand of a warrior. That's what the children are. My children are like arrows in my hand. Now, here's what we need to understand today. It takes a couple of things to make an arrow work. First, it takes the warrior understanding how to fire an arrow. That's the first thing. First, it takes the man who is willing to build the bow and build the string and build the tension and know and learn how to aim. And secondly, how to fashion the arrow, how to build the arrow. A man is not going to shoot a crooked arrow at a target. That's not what's going to happen because he's going to miss every time because the arrow is going to fly in all kinds of different ways. He's got to form and work until that arrow is straight. I believe we are losing a generation because we've forgotten how to make straight the arrows. We've forgotten how to clearly mark the direction in which we need to go and which we need to train our children. Now, yes, arrows fly and sometimes they fly faulty. And it's not directly from the warrior's ability to fashion that arrow. But I do know this, the more we fashion the arrows and the more we learn how to aim and the more we learn how to fire those arrows, the better we will all be. That's a powerful picture. I think of a great warrior pulling an arrow back in his bow and then releasing it. There's a place in our lives that we have to release our children into the world. So let's release them absolutely as straight as we possibly can in the direction of the target we're aiming for. We want them to be holy. We want them to be Christ-like. So let's do all we can to fashion that arrow so that it flies straight. Today, I hope you find encouragement in Psalm 127. Unless it's the Lord that builds the house, we're all working in vain. Unless the Lord is watching over the city or the nation, we're all watching in vain. We need to understand, too, our values. We need to understand that children are a blessing, not a burden. We need to understand that a parent has the responsibility to fashion that child in the way they should go and then to release that arrow in the way of the Lord.